This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. This week's podcast features an extract from our weekly radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. We need to declutter our mind at times, you know, because that's healthy for us. It's really useful to do that. But also, we are bombarded, aren't we, Sue, by so much information constantly. Yeah, I think this is something I've become more and more aware of. Um, And, yeah, I just, I feel like, I mean, I know there's a a theory, isn't there, around how many things we can hold in our mind at at one time. Is it something like eight? So it's seven plus two or minus two. Ah, seven plus two or minus two. I was close-ish. Yeah, you were. (laughs) Depending. I think for me, I'm sort of, you know, sorry, just to say that I think as well, we kind of like glorify the idea of being able to multitask and to be able to hold lots of things in our mind and do lots of things all at once, where actually a lot of studies show now that monotasking and focus and honing in on one thing is much better for our mind. It's also much better for our productivity. But this can be really difficult, can't it, when we've got that kind of perpetual to-do list, whether it's work stuff or personal stuff. I think these days as well, for me, our our personal lives seem to have got even more busy. And, you know, we've kind of got all this pressure, haven't we, to be doing amazing things at the weekend. And I just want to kind of lie down. And actually lying down would probably be better or <laughs> beneficial. Anyway. I think social media's got a lot to answer to in that mm. regard because it does, it makes makes you look at it and think, oh, I need to be doing all the fabulous things that other people are doing. And I know one of my friends, that's a real thing for her, that she's looked at social media and gone, why don't I have those friendships, that connection, those things going on all the time? And it's only since she's sort of um, like, been hanging around you know other people myself because I've only known her just over 12 months and I think she's slowly realizing that that doesn't have to be the case and isn't necessarily always healthy either and that people put things on but you know what I always think is if you've got all this time putting posts on social media and taking pictures are you actually involved in what you're actually doing (laughs) are you connecting with the people you're with are you actually enjoying your experience I'm sure some people are but you know that I hardly ever take pictures anymore because I'm too busy feeling and being in the moment kind of thing oh I think that's so important and I think that relates really well to this idea of what we can do to sort of declutter our mind because the thing about thinking about what other people are putting on social media and then that question in your own life and that those are all kind of thoughts that you just don't even need to have in your head mm-hmm. um so there's an example of something that we can kind of dust away you know we can kind of spring clean out um because we we don't need that 
uh, I think with the, the decluttering, I was thinking about what kinds of mind clutter do I have, actually? You know, yeah, you know, because I always like to kind of ask a little question of myself. And I was thinking, well, there's the day to day stuff. You know, there's the kind of what do I need to do today? What you know, what's on my to do list? Some of that might be, you know, important. Some of it might be urgent. Some of it might be just things I'd like to be able to get done. You know, so that's even if you've got a system for that that doesn't live in your head. You know, if you've got a, a list or you've got an app on your phone. It's still going to be in your mind, isn't it? It's yeah. still going to be there. So you're going to have that clutter, if you like. But then there's also the other kind of clutter, for me, is stuff I'm holding on to. You know, kind of things that pop in and out of my mind periodically, maybe like beliefs I'm holding on to, judgments I'm making, thinking back about a conversation I had three weeks ago, you know, and the impact and whether, you know, I said the right thing or thinking back to my past lives, you know, I'm talking about my actual life, by the way, not not past lives, not in a spiritual sense. I'm talking about, you know, because I like, I've kind of lived different versions of me, I think, um, as I find my authenticness. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, thinking back into the past, you know, if something's come up in a relationship or in something that's going on in my personal life, for me, that sometimes takes me back, you know, to maybe decisions made or how I've, and then thoughts and feelings come up from that. So I suppose what I'm trying to say is that there's, there's kind of like, there's the practical stuff that maybe we need to have in our mind because we have to be focused on that. And that's important, but not to let it sort of rule our day. But then there's also the potential for this other kind of clutter to sort of come in. And, and sometimes it's there at the moment, I'll be honest with you, Claire, this week I've been having a week where there's so much going on in my mind. My head was actually really hurting yesterday. Mm. Um, and She's not like it. No, and I think something you said then about being in the moment, I know this is a phrase that gets used a lot, but I've been really trying to understand what that means for me because I know that that is something that when I come back to that and I'm in the moment, that is one thing that does help with decluttering my mind. Did you come up with anything when you were thinking about this? You mean kind of like a method or... Did you, what that was for you? What was that for you? I think it's like making the space, you know, so it's kind of like being in the moment is sort of like I'm making space for now. I'm not fast-forwarding into the future. I'm not taking myself back into the past. Mm. I'm not even thinking about what's happening at four o'clock. You know, it's kind of... It can be that, can't it? Yeah. Um I know, like, I have a friend that sort of, if they've got to be somewhere later on in the day, that makes them really anxious because they worry that they won't be there on time and then they can't relax with whatever else they're doing. You know, if it's an appointment or if they've got to go and pick someone up or then it sort of, like, ruins their whole day because that's what's in their mind. So they're filling their mind full of this, you know, so it's that thing we talk about a lot, isn't it, that sort of, like, future... You're sort of living in the future and you're missing what's actually going on right now. Yeah, even though it's, like, not long in the future. Yeah. It's same day, but, yeah, it's still the future. It is really funny because, obviously, you don't have headaches. I, I know that about you. It's not something that you have a lot. So when they come up, then, obviously, and that's for a reason because you feel like you've had a lot in your head going on recently. I think sometimes when things from the past or come up I'm going to go with the past first I think when things from the past come up you know that's us 
doubting ourselves it's doubting what is going on with us mm. and when we're looking at the future that's that worry that's that what's this going to be and what's going to come up for me um, and we can't do anything about that but it's really easy to say it's really easy to go right well don't be in the fo- in the future don't be in the past be in the now so i'm going to ask you so so when you thought that and when you thought i, I need to be in that how easy was it for you to get in the now Ooh. <laughs> It wasn't that easy. I actually, um, in this particular instance, I went and did a meditation. So I did a guided meditation. This is something I want to recommend to people, actually. Um, Not just the meditation thing, but it's a particular app that I've started using. It's called 12-Minute Meditation, and it's by um, an organisation called Mindful.org. Um, and it's fantastic. I mean, their website's great. They've got lots of fantastic resources on there, free things as well as sort of paid for courses and articles and stuff. But I really like the way they do the 12 minute meditation because it comes out as a podcast. So it's on my podcast app. So I don't have to go looking for it. I don't have to go searching around YouTube or anything like that. I can just go on the podcast and then I can look because there's different themes, you know, that you can focus on. Um, and I think the one that I picked yesterday was just like a breathing one because I thought I really need to kind of get back into my breath and just kind of be in my body and get out of my head. Mm. And so I thought that would really help me. So I, I did my 12 minutes. I fell asleep. Yeah, fab. <laughs> that, I mean, that's always a good meditation. <laughs> really is. Yeah. You know, then I kind of woke up really suddenly. But then I sort of, I did feel... I felt calmer and I think when I was doing the breathing I was really conscious of kind of my head trying to go off you know because lots of people say don't they oh I can't meditate because my head's too busy and it's it's not about doing it right or doing it wrong it's just about keeping going with it and that's what I kept doing I kept coming back to the breath listening to the voice you know that was playing on the podcast and that's why uh, guided meditations are so good isn't it yeah I love guided meditations because yeah my head never stops (laughs) It's constantly going. So actually, if I can follow a voice, yeah, I much prefer that. So that sounds good. It sounds like you you found something that worked for you at that time. This decluttering the mind, it's, it's something that uh, I do a group coaching session and a person within that said, this is going to sound really weird, she said, but I I schedule in thinking time. Ooh. And um, I loved this because what she said was, she said her, her partner had gone out of the room, uh, gone out of the house actually, and was out for a few hours and then came back and she was in exactly the same place. And they said, have you not moved? And she said, no. And she was like, well, I, what have you been doing? And they were like, I've been thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you know, they're going, what? What's that all about? And it's like... I loved it. I wanted to applaud her because it was just like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, well done. Because I, I just thought that is actually amazing that you've scheduled in some thinking time because we need this. It's something that you should do within your working day, which like probably sounds a bit mad to some people and some some uh, managers might be going, no, don't listen to what Claire's going to say. But actually, it is it's true. We should plan in our working day to have some thinking time because that enables us to work quicker, 
it enables us to deal with things better so because you're planning so there's that like time management stuff so what you were saying before around monotasking rather than multitasking it's really weird because i had a conversation only last night with my partner about monotasking they'd never heard of it they were multitasking but what's that all about and he hadn't got a clue but actually he's much better when he monotasks because he can't he can't listen he can't do other things when he focuses on something he really does focus on it so it really suits him to do that and i think this is really important that we find things that work for us monotasking is something we should do just look at one task and do that because then you're not splitting yourself but even outside of work that can also be true it's not just a work thing time management doesn't have to be just a work thing and i know time management's like an old kind of word for it but i'm just thinking more people will will know what that is yeah but this thing about decluttering your mind is exactly that we are bombarded by information you've had so much going on that actually it's caused you a headache you know, so what we all we already know this. What goes on in our minds affects our bodies. Yeah. And one of the people in my group was talking about how she's had this sore throat, and that's because she's denying her feelings. She's trying to push them away. And I said, let them in, sit with them, let them be with you for a little bit, rather than keep trying to push them away. And because it was always about, oh, I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to do this, and I just went, stop trying. Mm-hmm. Don't try, you know, that Yoda saying. There is no try. Yeah, there is only do or do not. And it's sort of like you don't have to do anything and you don't, you know, you don't have to try. You can just let things be because you'll find an answer and it's that thinking time. And what Julie was saying earlier about the slowing down that we did in our newsletter, it all really links because if you slow something down, because we are, We run at 90 miles an hour, you know, in everything that we do. I know this morning, I've been out walking the dogs, then I've dived around getting ready, then making sure I've got things to bring to the radio station. And me and you were talking work in the car and sorting things out. We get into the studio, we welcome it. It's non-stop. So you need some time to go, like you said, take a breath, to go, oh, okay. Right, I don't have to do anything right now. I can just sit and I can just think and I can just be. And one of the other people in the group was saying that she doesn't do this. She's not good at scheduling and thinking time, but what she does realise is that she does a lot of things that she's not actually noticing. So she might have the telly on and she thinks she's watching that, but at some point her mind goes out. And that's what her mind will take her somewhere and she'll just go with that. So it works differently for everybody. But I think it's really important to talk about this kind of thing, that if our minds are cluttered, we're not able to think properly and we're not able to understand things and we don't give ourselves time to realise how we're thinking and feeling and how we're being at that point in time. So that slowing down, I think, is really helpful. I want to ask, did your headache go after your meditation? It did. It, it came back later. Right. Um, <laughs> was that because more stuff was coming in? <laughs> I think it's because I don't think I've been taking as good care of myself just lately. And I don't think I've been doing the meditation. Well, I know I haven't. I've not been doing them as regularly. And we all know that in order to feel the full benefits, that we have to make time for that. Mm. And I've not been seeing it as a priority. I've been seeing other things as a priority. And it, I've been kind of doing all the things 
you know, that we know not to advocate, you know, <laughs> and kind of, so I'm doing the opposite of what we suggest. But hopefully that just lets everybody know that, you know, we're all human and that we all do what we need to do sometimes to just kind of get through the day or, you know, get through the week. And I've already said this to you, it's not something to beat yourself up. No. With. Just because you're not doing it, even though you know what you should do, doesn't mean beat yourself up over it. It means you've noticed. Exactly. And that's it. You've noticed that you're not doing it, so now you can start again and start putting things in place, but maybe not everything all at once. Yeah, and I think what it's also got me thinking about, you know, on another level is sort of, well, why am I doing that? Why am I neglecting myself so much? What is that about? Maybe that's, you know, that's obviously like separate conversation. But rather than cluttering my mind with those thoughts, I've just sort of allowed th that question to come up. And I'm just sort of sitting with that question at the moment. I'm not searching for the answer. I'm just sort of being curious about that. I like that. Is there something that you do at home that you think that helps me to declutter my mind? Or is there something that you constantly, regularly put in place that helps you declutter your mind? We would love to hear from you. Come through to us on 60066 and start your message with HCR or contact us on studio at hcr923fm.com. This is 3B, the mental wellbeing company with Let's Talk Wellbeing. So just before we continue, I have had an email from Sue Gerard who would like us to mention that there is a choir concert due to take place on the 15th of July, Ooh. which sounds really good. Ooh. So Mersey Wave Community Choir are holding their 10 year anniversary concert. So that's at 7.30 at St Ambrose Church on Friday the 15th of July. Tickets are £10 and you can find out more details by looking either at their website, which is Mersey Wave Music. That's all one word, MerseyWaveMusic.com or you can give them a ring on 0151 Sue, that sounds amazing and I hope you sell lots and lots of tickets and well done on the 10 year anniversary. I know, I love a good community choir. I like a choir that will take people who can't sing. Because <laughs> I, I can't. I can't hold a tune. But I love singing, as you lot know already. Because um, I will sing whenever we've got our music on. But luckily, not over the microphone. <laughs> so I'm not turning anybody else off. You're all being spared. No, but there's a lot of links, isn't there, with singing and, and, and well-being. And it kind of releases endorphins. It's really good. Um, my sister was in a choir. She's a great singer, actually. Oh, and it, it, it just did such a lot for her mental well-being real really boosted that and i loved going to seeing her perform as well oh, I bet. so it's great being you know absolutely go along to that if you're local because um i, I think it, it will kind of you know you'll get the benefit 
Definitely. I mean, I, I don't know about you, Sue, but I can't think of other things if I'm singing because I'm thinking of the lyrics mm. and that. So actually, that's a really good way to declutter the mind, isn't it? I really like that, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're sort of like, you're focusing and you're in. And it, it goes back to what we were saying before about coming back to the moment. Because I think what I was, when I was reflecting on this, so I was putting that in my mind, but I was giving it attention, you know, so I was kind of monotasking, just focusing on that. So that meant it was a bit easier because there wasn't all this other stuff bombarding in. What it made me realise was that coming back into the now frees us from all the mind clutter because it helps you to just release it and let go of it. And the rest of the time you've got your grip on it so tightly. It's almost like, well, I can't stop thinking about these things because... I don't know what the because is, mm. you know, but we've got a reason, haven't we? Yeah. Well, I think it's also, yeah, our minds come up with things. They're constantly working. So mm. you may have a constant stream of consciousness. Like you might have little devil or little angel on your shoulder talking to you. If you have one of those, I know I have. And there's all sorts going on. We are very often are thinking back to the past, like you were saying before. And, and what did that mean? But... I think what we also do is when we look at the past, we look at it with the eyes of now and things have changed. Mm. And very often we will then give ourselves a hard time over that. So if you're constantly going back to thinking about what has been done and what has been said, it is really important to try and stop that, to try and get rid of that. And for me, the only way to do that is to be in the now, like you were saying. So is that a guided meditation, a breathing exercise, is it going for a run, going for a sing song, listening to some music, whatever, whatever it is that helps you to just come back into the now is really helpful. Rather than giving yourself a bad time over it and like a hard time over it, just go, oh, I've noticed myself doing that again. And each time you notice, hopefully that will help you to stop going back in time. And I think the future's a bit similar, you know, it's like constant worry or like your friend who, oh, well, I've got to be somewhere. So that's something within them. That's like maybe a belief thing that's going on for them. And they really could look at that in more depth. But rather than tasking ourselves with putting other things in place, I would just like people to just have some thinking time. Yeah, schedule in some time in the day to just sit and think and not have to act on those thoughts because that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And not judge your thoughts, you know, because you are not your thoughts. Yeah. That's the thing to remember, isn't it? It's sort of they don't define you. That's just something that you're thinking at the moment. That's all. I think that I mean, that's a big one. I know with me, I've got <laughs> Catholic upbringing. Of course, I've got guilt, haven't I? Yeah, I've got it in spades. So actually, that's the thing with me. I hold guilt. Uh, but that's no good for me. It's no good for my mental well-being. And actually, a lot of the time, I can't do anything about it. But like you say, my thoughts aren't me. So if I think I've done something and then I start feeling guilty about it, I'm ending up in a really negative spiral. So I need to put things in place to bring me into a healthy spiral, maybe, that that brings me back out of that. Yeah. So when we ask our guests to talk about tunes that they like, when we talk about our songs that uplift us and things like that, or that say something to us, those kind of things help. Those mm. smells, anything that anchor you into a time when you can be either happy or calm or 
chilled or peaceful, whatever is what you need at that point in time, I think is really key. One of them is one of is my song for today, my okay. song choice for today. So this uh, this is by the amazing Fleetwood Mac, which I just really weird. I only came to Fleetwood Mac probably in the la- about the last ten years. What um, I know. <laughs> And it was never somebody I was really into as you, but I absolutely adore their songs. They really mean a lot to me. This one, this one says things to me about being, being more free with yourself, about just being on that wind. So the song is Rhiannon, and just like listen to the listen to the words, the lyrics that come up, and it's just about let things take you on the wind and that I think really supports that decluttering of the mind is rather than having to be a certain way think a certain way do something it's just be a bit freer with yourself go on that wind amazing Fleetwood Mac Rhiannon what do you think of that one oh it's so good isn't it it just it kind of takes me back to kind of driving in a car summer days teenage sort of years yeah no um, Fleetwood Mac on the on the uh, on the stereo and kind of Nowhere to be, nowhere, no responsibilities. And I think that's yeah. that's really helpful because I think that helps for you to get into that mindset of when you were there. And I think for me, it's just, it's quite melodic. The tune that it plays, it's quite hypnotic. It is actually, because it? it's got that repetitive refrain, yeah. hasn't it? And the Rihanna, yeah, I think, yeah. I never thought about it like that before. I really love that. So some things, so we've had John who's said... For him to declutter his mind, he plays with his cats. Oh. So really interacting with your animals is really great, isn't it? And I, because yeah, I, yeah, I've yeah. got, I've got my Mojo and Marnie, and yeah, you can't not play with Marnie. She's just a live wire. She's only ten months old, uh, so I completely get where John's coming from with playing with the cats. And um, I think you can have the my dogs are quite cat like, so I think you can have that quite fun with it. You know, put a light on and they'll follow it around or jiggle something, they'll try and catch it. So that can be really helpful because mm. you just be in there and interacting with them and laughing and smiling. And then the wonderful Jane dancing around the room listening to music. My kind of girl, I love that. You know, you just sometimes you just have to get down and boogie when songs come on. And I think that is a really good way of decluttering mm-hmm. your mind. You know, so really great examples. So, and another one that from John that he said was about he likes to go for a walk and listen to a podcast. Now I know you do that a lot, Sue, because you introduced me to podcasts. Yeah, I, I do. I, I don't always do them on the move. Um, I quite often have them on in the car if I'm driving. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I mean, I do love a good podcast. I think sometimes as well, what that, all these things that you're describing for me, they take us out of our head and into something else, don't they? Mm. So our mind's still doing, it's still still going on in the background, that track's still playing. Mm. But actually, we're focusing on the pets. We're about them, aren't we? And then, and it's and it's sensory, isn't it? Because it's tactile, mm. so that's kind of like really nourishing in that way. And it's good for them. It's good for you, you know. Absolutely, with Jane, I love that suggestion that someone sent in there about um, dancing. Um, there is an, a, a radio station that I listen to, and they have a feature um, every night, and they call it the Kitchen Disco. 
so they <laughs> they always put like a, a track on that's kind of going to get kind of get you going and I quite often like to join in with the kitchen disco when I'm cooking the tea yeah so <laughs> that sounds good I must admit it's something I do yeah very often boogie as I'm doing yeah. the tea something like that but yeah I think I think music has that like you said before it has that way to kind of it's, it's a kind of anchor but it has that way again take us out of that that headspace that we're in the, the clutter mm. all the things we've got to do all the things that are bothering us we're thinking about and it can just it can either transport you back mm. you know to a, a happier time or to a time when you just felt a bit more free yeah. and what that does I think is it reminds you that you still have the capacity for that because yeah. I think when you're all overwhelmed and it's all coming at you nothing seems possible and it's like you're fixed in that moment whereas actually all these things you're describing there and even with the podcast what you're doing is you're switching your thoughts up you're changing your focus and you might be kind of, in my case normally what it's doing is it's giving me loads more ideas and I'm thinking oh we need to talk about this on the show because <laughs> um, I tend to listen to sort of podcasts that are related to our line of work but there's so many out there I mean there's like you can listen to ones that are like stories and dramas can't you um all kinds of things I think I think really what's key there is though even though you're listening to things that are about your work like our work that's something that you enjoy doing anyway so it's not like a work thing yeah and I think it's that so like yeah if you podcast if it's going to take you to work then maybe not but with you it's just actually that's just part and parcel of our of our everyday of our own mental well-being isn't it so yeah absolutely and often it kind of I get some little snippet or some idea or something to just where you know we keep using the word resonate a lot today but I think it's just such a relevant word I'll hear something and I'll think ah that really resonates with me or oh there's no wonder Mm. I've been thinking this it's because you know, and it's sort of a psychologist has explained it to me. <laughs> I think the thing, what we're talking about is decluttering the mind. And it's sort of like, so it's a mental well-being show. We're talking, let's talk well-being. There are things that we can do that are really simple, that cost nothing to do, that really support us to bring that well-being into our minds, which will then obviously support our bodies as well. So this thing about decluttering the mind... Why would you say that impacts on our mental well-being? I think it's got to be... The the process of decluttering has to be one of the things that we have in our toolbox, doesn't it? I think think the clutter... If you think about physical clutter, you think about your workspace, your environment, your home. I mean, I know some people are naturally more messy than others. Um, You know, and they're kind of like disorganised chaos is a phrase that people often like to use, isn't it? Yeah. You know, but but it's obviously you've got something that's working for you, and it's the same with your mind, isn't it? You can hold certain amounts of information, or you can have certain things going on, but maybe there's a limit that you can reach, or maybe you're if you go back to the physical environment, if you're somebody that likes everything to be in its place. Oh, I'm reminded of the Radiohead song, "Everything in Its Right Place." Oh. We might have to play that one week. Um, I think that's something I strive for. Um, and I know for me at the minute, if I could just share my home, because, I mean, you and I have both moved house. 
recently. Separately, but you know, kind yeah. of like. Yeah, yeah, we're not living together. Though a lot of people think that we, we are. <laughs> yeah, at times. But we both moved out. We've both had like house moving experiences within the last couple of years, mm. and we're still feeling the, the kind of repercussions of that. Yeah. Because actually, moving house, you know, at our, you know, at the age we are, it's quite an upheaval, isn't it? Because you've yeah. collected stuff. <laughs> You know, even when you're not a hoarder, when <laughs> yeah. you're not, yeah. There's no, stuff. I know, and I've done all this clearing, and I'm, you know, I got to the point when I was moving out of my old house with the, that they just knew me at the tip. You know, they were kind of <laughs> just going, "Oh, she's here again." She's here again. We don't Yeah, seven. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know where everything goes. It's all, it's all fine. I live here now. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it, it's it's kind of so I know I've done that purge I've done that clearing out and we do that with our minds as well don't we it's kind of like we might feel like we've dealt with things we might feel like oh no well you know I'm, I'm really on top of my to-do list this week but there's always the potential for something to come and derail you isn't there and I think it's that isn't it I think and where I tend to go is oh I'm doing it wrong yeah because I was great last week so what's different? But actually, now I'm saying that out loud, it's making me think this is where the curiosity needs to come in, isn't it? Yeah. And, and something, yeah. you know, we talk about a lot on the show is about that acceptance and not trying to fix and just being with it. I think so much of the, the declutter in our mind, it does relate to our mental well-being because our mind is, we carry it around with us all the time. <laughs> can't escape it we can't we really can't we can't escape that we can't escape our body it's something that we really need to spend time with and, yeah. and work on you know to help us to be better you know in our heads and be okay with who we are you know comfortable in our own skin kind of thing when we do it's really funny because obviously um you were talking about house move and everything and yeah, my house needs so much work doing with it that it's just taking forever. And I'm con- I am constantly put myself under pressure with that and go, well, this should have been done by now. I'm forgetting it's me doing it. So, you know, I, it's about me getting on with it. But one of the things that I did yesterday, and I said I wanted to be more productive yesterday, and I'd set myself what I wanted to do, and I didn't do it. But then I was talking to you about it on the way in, and it's like I... I'd sorted out my rack of clothes with stuff underneath it and I found things that I knew were somewhere could not find where they were and and I know what's there now and I've decluttered that and just doing that really helps and I find that that if I declutter like my office or if I'm like relaxing in a space that's clean and clear of stuff you know that you know it's really helpful to my mind so if my house or the space that i'm in is decluttered then surely my if my head is decluttered that's going to support me as well that's going to have an impact and help me to be healthier in my head and i think that's the thing and what i like to think about when we talk about the this decluttering of our mind is when i'm doing something it's like what you were saying about the past it's like okay well i'm just going to pack that in a little suitcase it's an old suitcase you know one of the really old ones and i'm just going to pack that in there and i'm just going to put that to one side because that can stay there because i know it'll come up again but it's okay for now and the stuff that's in the future is sort of like it's those clouds there's a cloud and it resides in so i'm just going to pack them all into that cloud that cloud can hold it 
so that I've got some free space around me in my head. And that that's a really thing that I do in my head. Something else that I regularly do is I design a room. So I could have been to somebody's house or I could have seen something on the telly and I'll redesign the room in my head. And it's sort of, because what I'm doing is I'm putting everything where I think it should go. Ooh, everything in the right place. Everything is in the right place. It's decluttered. There's no clutter in my rooms. You know, my rooms are completely spotless and don't have junk in them. They've got things in them that you need, but they're all in the right place. And I do that when I'm going to sleep because my mind is a constant go. I do that because actually that helps me to declutter my mind because everything else is out the way while I'm designing that room and then it helps me to fall asleep. And it's something that I only found out a couple of years ago. My dad does it. My dad designs bungalows in his head because he's always wanted a bungalow. <laughs> so he, he'll be like in his head designing something. And that's what he does. And I didn't know this. And it was only I was saying something wow. and it came up and I was like, oh, that's where I've got it from. <laughs> Clearly, that's where I've got it from. Like my dad. <laughs> this is amazing, though. It's such, it's such a when you were talking about physically clearing, the, you know, the rack of clothes and, and all, I was just thinking it is such a great metaphor. And you've obviously taken it <laughs> right through because, like, yeah. obviously this is this is one of your tools that you use. Like you say, you use it to help. You are. It's sort of like you're imagining the physical thing of doing the declutter, but that's kind of in your mind. That's that's so powerful. It really is. It's funny because what you're talking about and what we've always said is about what fits for you. Yeah. And you've always talked about it's it's toolkit. It's it's in our toolbox. And whenever we do courses, we say, here's something else that you can add to your toolbox. What I didn't realise until one of our interviewees was talking about it, and they actually talked about a tool belt. Oh, they did, yeah. Oh, who was that? I can't remember. Oh, it might be somebody that we've not broadcast yet, actually. Oh. I think it's an interview that we've recorded that's right. coming up. Fab. Because she was an artist. <gasps> she was. Jennifer. It, it was, yes, all the way from Sweden. Yeah, it's going to be a good interview. That. That that's is, coming up next month. That is coming up next month. So, that yeah, that's right. So, and she talked about a tool belt. And I was like, that's it. Because what I'd realised is I've never fully been able to imagine my tool box. Ah, so that didn't work for you. So I've tried to get it, yeah. but actually not got it. As soon as she talked about a tool belt, this might sound a bit weird, my tool belt belt comes with a very nice man as well who's wearing the tool belt (laughs) Um, and no shirt. Sorry, but it's sort of like... It's not that sort of show, Claire. (laughs) But... Honestly. That's still part of me. So this lovely man with a lovely physique is wearing his tool belt. Okay. And he... I, they're, they're the tools so it's not me who's dealing with that oh. my man comes to help me sort whatever needs doing so if something needs sorting out in my head my handyman comes along with his tool belt and deal, deals with that and what I've realised that's what works for me now I told you it might be a bit weird but it does that works for me so much more because I'm projecting that but yeah. it's, still, it's still me Somewhere in there that it's still me who's doing it, but 
what I've realised is I don't want to do that, but my, my, man, my handyman can You've come in You've delegated it. I have delegated it. Yeah. And it really works. Because it's, it, I imagine it's taking the, you're removing that pressure, aren't you? I'm it, removing that pressure of trying to... It's got to be all on you. And it's all on me to, it's fine, I can just delegate that to my handyman who's going to come along with his tool belt and fix things. And I can just sit and admire while they do the job for me. Wow. See? Just, that's what works for me. Wonderful. <laughs> Love it. Oh, <laughs> can I play my song, Claire? You can, yes. It... Well, I'll leave you with that. <laughs> that lovely imagery. Well, I'll leave you with that lovely imagery, yes. Let's listen to what your song's all about. Um, so, yeah, I was trying to think of... It fits with everything we've been talking about, interestingly, obviously. it's it's. But I did struggle to sort of find something initially that kind of fitted with the decluttering. But I've picked, actually picked a cover version. The original's great as well, but I really like the cover. Um, so uh, the song is by Pixies, Where Is My Mind? But I've picked the placebo version because I love Brian Loco's voice. But he, he, in the song, he sort of, I mean, there's lots of kind of debate about where this song came from. But I know it was written by Black Francis from um, Pixies when he was sort of snortling. He got this kind of thing when he was in the water, um, of this sort of freedom of kind of movement and there was this little fish that he saw apparently as the story goes and the fish was kind of coming up really close because the fish didn't care you see um but in the song the lyrics go feet on the air head on the ground so already you're upside down you're back to front you're all over the place and I think that's how I feel sometimes when I'm decluttered it's like I'm messed up I'm mucked up everything's the wrong way round and then he says, try this trick and spin it. Your head will collapse, but there's nothing in it. And what it made me think was, none of it matters. It's not important. It's just about coming back to this moment, because that's all we have. This moment, and then the next moment, and then the next moment. Love it. So we have been talking decluttering the mind and how that can really support you in your mental well-being. There's lots of different things that you can practice to do that. You can have your fabulous handyman with his tool belt and he can help you to move things around. You can go for a walk and listen to a podcast. You can play with your pets. You can have a dance around your room listening to music or even in the kitchen. Absolutely. You can do your meditation as well. That was an extract from our radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. You can listen in every Thursday between 12 and 2 on HCR 92.3 FM or online on hcr923fm.com.